Perfect. All right, cool. Yeah, so my 180 story. Uh, so my story um, is a lot, is a story of just God never uh, stopping working on my heart. Um, so my story starts in fifth grade um, when my parents sat my sister and I down and said, hey, we're going to start going to church again. And I said, as long as, uh, as, long as I'm home by one o'clock for the Browns game, that's cool with me. So, so throughout fifth grade, throughout middle school, throughout high school, I uh, went to church. I was involved in youth group, uh, and it was fun. It was cool. But when I was at church, that was one person. When I was at school, when I was at sports, when I was in all the other activities, I was a different person. Um, and so this uh, summer before my senior year of high school, uh, I started dating a girl. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so got a girlfriend. She wasn't a Christian or anything, um, but I didn't have a problem with that because outside of church, I wasn't really a Christian either, right? Um, and so during my senior year, um, I was just drowning in sexual sin um, with this girl and with myself, really. Um, and so I was going through, but everything was cool. I felt no guilt for my sin. I knew what I was doing was wrong uh, because of my church background, because I would go to church every Sunday, but I, I felt no guilt or anything like that for the sins I was committing. Um, and so the spring of my senior year, COVID happened. Uh, everything was cool. Went to online school, blah, blah, blah. Um, during this time was probably like the farthest I was from God in my life, like from fifth grade to now, um, just because like I had no real like connection with my youth group, wasn't going to virtual. My mom didn't wake me up for virtual church, so I didn't go. Yay. Um, and so, uh, so I was probably like the farthest I was away from God. So spring came and went, summer came and went. Um, and then two weeks before I was supposed to move in on campus here for my freshman year, uh, we got an email that said, hey, we're going to be all online for the first semester. Um, and so I was like, okay, like high school was easy online. Hopefully college is easy online. Newsflash, it wasn't. <laughs> Very hard. Um, and the fall of 2020 was like the worst time of my life. Um, very depressed, very lonely. I uh, had like no energy really. Um, I would just wake up. I was at home all by myself. Both my parents were at work. I would do uh, my schoolwork during the day. My parents would come home for like an hour and then I would go to work. Um, and so my girlfriend was like on that same schedule. My friends were on that same schedule. So I had like no social life. Wasn't really connected with my friends. Um, and so I just felt very alone. Um, and so one night, um, I was at work, I was a busboy at a restaurant, and I was just walking around the restaurant, and something compelled me to start talking to God. I, I don't know what it was, um, but I just started to do it, and I was just, I was just in my head, and I was like, God, like, this is like horrible, like, my life sucks, you know, I got no energy, I feel so depressed, um, like, can you show me something, like, like, show, like, show me something, there has to be a reason for this, right? And so, what happened was like, Something I had never experienced before and something I'll probably never experience again, but just like this wave of emotion hit me. I had goosebumps up and down my body. And so I went to the basement uh, of this restaurant and I just started crying. And I'm not like an emotional guy. Uh, I don't cry all that often. And I was just, I was crying. Let me tell you, I was crying. And, and it literally felt like there was, there was something standing right next to me. It literally felt like God was standing right next to me and he was just like, hey, like you're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. I'm going to get through this for you. We're, we're going to be fine. And so when that happened, I told my parents, went and told my former youth pastor. I was like, I don't know what this means. Um, and so I started meeting with him weekly. Um, and I started to, like, take my faith seriously. Like, I was, I was like, you know, this happened for a reason. Like, I want to see what this is all about. And so I started taking my faith seriously, started taking it on for myself. Um, and then it was at this point I started to, like, feel my sin, feel guilt for my sins, sins that I was committing. Um, it was something new that I felt. 
And so went to uh, on campus for that spring semester of my freshman year. Um, and I got connected with Joe Godinez. Shout out Joe, the GOAT. Uh, he's on staff with Crew. So I got connected with Crew. Um, and I joined a Bible study. Uh, so spring came and went. That was a lot of fun. Um, that summer, I continued meeting with my uh, former youth pastor. Decided to give my life to Christ, and I got baptized. Um, and so usually, at this point of the story, people's lives like kind of like turn around. They're like, yay, everything's great. Um, and in one aspect of my life, that was true. But in another, it was completely different. Um, and so came back to school uh, fall semester of last year. Um, and I joined back up with crew. Everything was great. Um, but I was still with this girl. I was still drowning in sexual sin. And then I also was introduced to the bar scene, the party scene for the first time. I was going out, I was drinking, getting drunk. And so during the week, I was this great person in crew. And during the weekends, I was something completely different. Um, and so this is when I like started to justify myself and trying to make myself feel better um, by saying like, hey, I'm not doing what those guys are doing. Like I'm not doing it as much as them, right? Um, but God, God doesn't like that. And so um, I started to like hate the person that I was becoming. I'd look at myself in the mirror and hate the person that was looking back at me. Um, you guys know those like Stretch Armstrong toys? That's like what I felt like. Like one way was going like crew, my faith, and then the other one was going with everything else. Uh, and so I go to Winter Conference, uh, which was awesome. Uh, if anybody, if you guys have a chance to go to Winter Conference, I totally suggest it. I'm going to be going again this year. Um, I go to Winter Conference. It was awesome. It was awesome for my faith. It was awesome for my walk. Um, and I, I was like, I, I, need to, I need to turn things around in my life, right? And so I get back. Uh, as I'm heading to school, I get COVID. And so I'm in quarantine for the first week of last year's spring semester. Um, and then when I get out of COVID, uh, my girlfriend breaks up with me. And um, that was also a really hard time in my life. Uh, we were together for two and a half years. Um, it's heartbreaking, uh, whatever. But I, ba I basically looked at myself and I said, hey, you have two options here. Uh, you can kind of go down the path uh, and lean on your, your Christian community and crew. You can take your faith, continue to take your faith seriously. Or you can go down this other road and, and drown your sorrows in alcohol and stuff like that. Um, and so obviously, I'm standing here today. And so I chose the crew path. I chose to to lean on my, my friends and crew. I just started to develop better friendships uh, with people in crew. Um, and through a lot of prayer, a lot of talking with uh, guys on staff here at crew, I decided to go on Ocean City Summer Mission. Uh, and I think a Bible verse that kind of explains kind of what was going through my heart in that time uh, was Jeremiah 24, 7. It says, I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord. They will be my people, and I will be their God, because they will return to me with all their heart. Uh, basically, what this verse is saying to me, that God creates all of us with a heart for him. And no matter how far off you are, no matter how long you are off that path, um, he still wants you to come home. And he wants 100% of your heart, not 20%, not 50%, not even 99.9%. He wants all of you. Uh, so I, I told my testimony on, in Ocean City. Uh, and as I was preparing for that, I told my staff disciple, Brandon York, this story. And he posed a question after I was done. He said, so Grayson, why, why did you make that decision? After the breakup, why did you make that decision to, to continue to follow the Lord? And... I didn't have an answer at first, uh, but after a lot of thought and a lot of prayer, I think I just, I my eyes were opened to the love of God and the grace of God. Um, even though I denied him in my flesh life for nine years, when I needed him the most, he was there for me in a snap of a finger. Um, I think that's not just true for me, but true for everyone in this room. Um, so I'm a changed man standing before you today because of God's love, and I'm a changed man standing in front of you today because of God's grace. My name is Grace Wolf, and that's my 180 story. 
Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the 180 Podcast.